Hey there, you're listening to Melody Schumann Breaks It Down, and this is my third podcast, and today we're going to talk about the stages of development for your seven, eight, and nine-year-olds. This is your second graders, your third graders, and your fourth graders, and it's such a wonderful age because kids in this stage of development, they're just awesome. But the problem is they're going through this transitional stage. They're going from being a little kid into being an actual adolescence. And there's a lot of times where parents, teachers, coaches have the wrong expectations for children in this age group. So what I want to do is I want to break down their stages of development. And as we've talked about in my past podcast, we say PIES, P-I-E-S. So we're breaking down their physical, intellectual, emotional, and social stage of development. So let's go right into it. So if you think about it, seven years old, right when they start the second grade, this is when they're actually learning how to write their name in cursive. So they have the fine motor skill capabilities of writing their name in cursive, but they don't quite have all the dexterity yet. So proficient technique is not there yet. We can expect them to hit a baseball, catch a football. We can expect them to throw a decent side kick, but the fine details are not going to be there. So we want to make sure that our expectations are sure they can do these athletic things. They probably are riding bicycles. They're, they're roller skating. They're riding skateboards. But let's not expect them to be a top athlete just yet. Now, of course, if you have a 7, 8, or 9-year-old that is hitting a home run every single time they're up at bat, this means they're way above their physical stage of development. Same thing in martial arts. If they can throw a perfect sidekick with their foot lock, the proper positioning and alignment from their heel to their knee to their hip to the shoulder, again, it's way above their physical stage of development, particularly with their technique. So they have weak fine motor skills. The proficient technique is not going to be there yet. Also keep in mind they're going to stumble when their body is in motion. Therefore, advanced movement is still going to be a little bit sloppy. So things like technique are not going to quite be there yet. Agility is just being developed. Even their speed and power are slowly starting to be developed. So your expectations for them should be very minimal when it comes to those advanced physical words that I just laid out for you. Let's talk about their intellectual stage of development because this is pretty interesting. When we think about a 7, 8, or 9-year-old, we you know they're starting to think logically. Uh, they can do things like copy an adult's speech patterns, but, you know, as a result of that, it's very easy to forget that in this age range, they're still not fully developed cognitively, so, or linguistically. So we want to make sure that our expectations for their intellectual stage of development are not too high either. They are extremely bright, but they typically have a hard time concentrating, especially when there's other distractions going on. So your expectation should be for them to lose focus if more interesting things are going on around them. And also they're going to lose focus if things are a little bit too comprehensive. So again, as I talk to you, they may sound like they have an adult speech pattern. So it doesn't mean that they understand the context of what they're saying. And also they are going to forget simple commands mainly because they try to overthink things. I like to use this um, example in our martial arts classes where I'll work with a student in this particular stage of development on their form, one-on-one. And a form, if you're not familiar with what that uh, word is in martial arts, it's a pattern or a combination of movements. Some forms in this age group can be 15, 15 combinations up to 30, 40, maybe even 50 combinations. They get very comprehensive. 
So let's say I'm working with a student in the stage of development in a private lesson on a 15-move pattern. They've been having a hard time retaining it. Finally, they get it down. They've done it for me over and over and over again in the private lesson. So I know they know the form. But then they get up there at testing day in front of a panel of judges, in front of their peers, in front of their parents, in front of other spectators, and they freeze. And they can't do the form. And I will sit up there and go, I know Johnny knows this because I just worked with him in a private lesson on this yesterday. He did it for me five times without making a mistake, and now he's frozen. Or he's doing the form, but he's pausing, and he's taking a long time to remember what the move is coming next. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, he's not very smart, Uh, his retention is not very good, he already forgot what he learned, when that's not necessarily the case. In his intellectual stage of development, because there's a lot of distractions, because there's a lot going on with all the pressure of everybody watching him, he's overthinking what's going on. So in their intellectual stage of development, you have to be a little bit more patient with them, especially if you know they know it. So the more pressure you put on them, the more they're going to overthink it and that's where they're going to make mistakes or that's where they're going to forget. Now let's talk about their emotional stage of development. I love this age group. This age group, they're, they're finally in tune with their emotions. They're wonderfully stable. They love challenges. Uh, they have an increased ability to engage with their other peers. They're not quite at that stage where they're too self-conscious Um, If they are, they're not in their emotional stage of development. So these guys are just wonderful. And the reason why I like that they're so in tune with their emotions is because you can help them tap into a deeper level of effort than you could with the younger age groups. So you can help them build intensity in their movements, intensity in their power. Uh, You can help them persevere through challenges, especially when they hit a roadblock or they become tired. You can teach them how to push themselves and move forward despite all that. The other thing that I really like about the stage of development for seven to nine-year-olds is that this is where they start showing courage to face those fears. You know, when they're a little bit younger, if there's a fear, most times they're going to shut down and it's going to be really hard to work them through those fears. At this age group, you can help them recognize what their fears are and help them overcome those fears by tapping into their emotional stage of development. Recognizing, I know this is a scary thing to get up and perform your martial arts moves in front of everybody, but you know this form and you've practiced it and now your goal is to go out there and perform that form and make me proud. Make your parents proud, but most importantly, make yourself proud. This is where self-motivation starts to play a major role in their life. So keep that in mind. Self-motivation, this is the way to go. If you want to build their confidence, you want to build their perseverance, you want them to increase their intensity level, you want to build their courage, teach them how to tap into their own emotions. What a great emotional stage. Now let's talk about their social stage of development. Seven to nine-year-olds, this is the stage of development where they love interacting with others. They enjoy the spotlight. But you got to keep in mind, they're also going to get very frustrated when people are not following the rules. This is the age where they start pointing out, he cheated. He didn't do that right. Uh, Anything like that. And this is their social stage of development. They're going to call their friends out. They're going to call their parents out. 
You may be having a conversation with your friend and say, oh, last night we had spaghetti, and they may interrupt you and go, no, you didn't. You didn't have spaghetti. Doesn't mean that they're trying to be negative towards you or trying to cause a fight with you or be angry towards you. It's their social stage of development. They understand right from wrong, and they want to make sure that everything falls within that right and wrong uh, little box. So they will call you out on it. Uh, so parents, you got to be very careful what you say around your 7, 8, and 9-year-olds because they will repeat it to other people. But also, of course, keep in mind uh, when they're playing sports and activities, uh, they're going to get upset if things are not fair. They're going to get frustrated uh, in their social stage of development. And you have to help them tap into that, those social skills and help them overcome their frustrations. A lot of times, this is another important thing, is understanding that this is their social stage of development. You don't want to yell at them especially in front of other people. So let's say they're playing a game and he sees his brother or sister or one of his neighbors or his friend cheating at a game. And he points it out and goes, Johnny cheated, I saw him. If you come after him because he said that in a negative way and say, hey, that's not nice to call him a cheater and you don't say that, make sure you apologize right now, you're going against his social stage of development. You want to acknowledge, wow, that's interesting that you caught him cheating. And if Johnny did cheat, you know what? That's not fair, but I'm, that's, I'm proud of you for noticing that he did cheat. So it, it, in other words, acknowledge when he points these things out. Um, compliment him, but then tell him, you know what? Maybe it's, there's a right time to point that out and a wrong time. And right now, we're just trying to have good family time. So what's a better way to handle this situation? Help them work through that social stage of development. Try not to go against this common grain with them. Because if you do... This, again, is where they potentially could build that wall between you and him or her, if, it's, if you're talking about your son or your daughter or your students, and that's where students start to pull away from adults and start to lose confidence in adults and start to gravitate more towards their peers, uh, especially as they get into the adolescence. So what we want to do is we want to nurture their stage of development, try not to go against it. So these are some great tips for you for working with seven to nine-year-olds, understanding their physical, intellectual, and emotional stage of development. I hope you enjoyed it. I'm Melody Schumann, and hopefully see you again on my next podcast.